Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and a midweek instalment of Bullet Points. Well, following last week's episode where I talked about selling over 100 items from my wardrobe, which surprisingly has not left me with only five things to wear, there was a huge response, so I wanted to share a little update on that. But I also wanted to talk about something I read about this week, and that is being boy sober. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, I know these episodes are normally standalone, but I simply cannot start this bullet points without talking about the response I had to last week's episode. If you haven't caught up, I finally got round to photographing and listing over 100 items from my wardrobe that I had either bought and worn once, bought and never worn, or hung on to long after the last time I was ever going to wear them. The experience has been genuinely amazing and I've also had tons of messages from people saying that they have been inspired to do something similar because they realised they had quite a similar relationship with buying stuff and accumulating things and are now going to lean out their closets as a result. I will also just say this, what started out as putting 40 things, photographing 40 things, Because things started to sell quite quickly, I got a bit addicted. And so I was like, oh, I really really like this. This is going really well. And so I became so ruthless, so ruthless with my wardrobe that I cannot tell you the things that perfectly lovely clothes, but I haven't haven't worn them or I've got them and they're sort of perfect, but not quite. You know, the thing that you sort of have, but you, you think that you'll wear it and you never get around to it. They've all gone all gone, all fold, all photographed, I think out of 120 now items that I've sold, because every day I'm like, well, I'm never going to wear those leggings again. I So I just photograph them, it takes two minutes, photograph them, put them on vinted and boof, they're gone. Um, I, I think it's about 116 things. I've only got 30, 36 left to actually sell. So I think I'll leave them on for another week. And then if they don't sell, then I will take them to the charity shop because um, they're now just, they're clutter now. And that wasn't the point. The point was actually just to sort of, the the point was to have a bit of a cleanse. It had nothing to do with reinventing my style or anything like that. But as I said last week, that's kind of been one of the consequences. And we've had we've had some great chats about it in the Facebook group, and it's clearly something that a lot of people who were listening found relevant. So thank you so much to everyone who's been in touch about it. Now I also wrote an article on my website emmaguns.com about how the whole experience made me fall out of love with free people. 
<laughs> and the response to that was unbelievable. Like I haven't fired up my website for a really long time and the traffic to that particular article was insane. So if you don't know, Free People is a brand. The parent company also owns Urban Outfitters. That should have been a sign. And it's a little bit boho, a little bit Stevie Nicks, a bit rock chick. And when I discovered them a few years ago, it was as though I'd found the fashion brand that was finally going to let me fully express the real me. <laughs> because I like to think of myself as being bohemian laid back. I'm none of those things. What I've learned and what the wardrobe cleanse showed me was that a lot of the stuff that I bought from free people, not all obviously, but a lot of the stuff was really poor quality and it often didn't fit as well as it should have. And it didn't look particularly nice hanging in my wardrobe or it looked particularly nice hanging in my wardrobe, but that was about as far as it went. It was sort of very disappointing. But I was so invested in this being my brand that the idea of walking away from free people and <laughs> was just ridiculous. But in the end, I have sold all but one t-shirt, one jumper, a cami that I sleep in, and three bralettes. The bralettes thing is very emotional. I've got rid of quite a few, but I'm keeping the three. And it felt like a real nudge that I wasn't expecting to find my new style because at 46 years old, free people is not really for me. And I, I think they were trying to tell me that by sort of not fitting me very well, <laughs> by taking a lot of my money. And they were kind of going, look, this is a really bad deal. You should walk away, don't you think? And I wasn't walking away until now anyway. But the main reason age shouldn't matter, I should also say that age shouldn't matter, but it kind of does. But the reason I've dumped them is because I deserve better for my money. So that's why I, I'm walking away and now it's kind of, it's a bad breakup at the moment. If I see the Free People logo, I am a bit, it sort of stings, but there we go. Anyway, if you want to read the article, the link is in the show notes because like I said, quite a few people got in touch and said, oh, I had the same thing. I felt really embarrassed. I was just obsessed with them for such a long time, but I've realized it's such tat. <laughs> so have a look. If you know Free People, you might, you might think, oh no, that's not fair. But I mean, if you look at Vinted and you search Free People, the amount of stuff that people have tried to photograph that just looks like a pile of rags is actually hilarious. Anyway, the website is kind of another thing that I wanted to mention before we get into the real thing that I want to talk about this week. And it's something of an update slash announcement for you lovely people. So I mentioned I have fired up my website again because I've started writing again. Now, truthfully, I have never had a huge amount of confidence in my writing. When I worked on magazines, I did interviews. So the majority of my content was Q&A format. So it was just transcriptions, really. Transcriptions that were sort of tidied up to make the interviewee sound great and to make the interviewer sound better. And short introductions and sort of news pieces that almost wrote themselves or, you know, oh, I'm at a celebrity's wedding. The celebrity wore this dress and they looked resplendent as they walked down the aisle and the groom was in tears. Like it was all very, like I said, wrote itself. But anyway, but I really wanted to put down on paper, sort of website, how I felt about the new Rome cleanser. So it's the Three Suns Balm cleanser that I'd been trialing. Um, and the reason I wanted to put it down on paper is because I wasn't very well over the last few weeks. I got COVID, it took it four years, but it finally got me. And I just didn't have the, I just didn't want to put the camera on and film anything for Instagram or for YouTube. It just wasn't going to happen. And I thought, well, you know what? I've got all of the, the, I've got the words kind of going around in my head. Why don't I just put them down? So I did, I wrote my review and I actually sent it, <laughs> the stupid thing that I did. I sent it to Rome's founder, Joanna Elner. Now she's a really good friend of mine. And I met her when we were both beauty magazine editors back in the day. 
magazine beauty editors back in the day. She is now my reality TV twin flame, so most of our conversations revolve around Scandal and the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But anyway, professionally, I have a huge amount of respect for her. Her writing is beautiful. Uh, she's an incredible stylist. She's a real visionary. She's very artistic. Um, all of the things that I don't believe that I am. Um, but I wanted to write about her cleanser. And it was a little bit intimidating. All of this is to say, I sent it to her and I said, look, I've written about it. I'm not feeling very well this week, but I really, I know that she gave it to me like two weeks before. And I said, like, I really wanted to, really wanted to create something about this product in launch week because it is really special. And she came back to me and in the text message, among these lovely things that she said, she said, your writing is beautiful too. You must do more. And it was kind of the extra nudge I needed, the external nudge, not just the internal one. So I'm trying to update the website a couple of times a week with posts. So please do make sure you've bookmarked it if you would like to keep up to date with that. So it's emmaguns.com. Um, and like I said, the link will be in the show notes, but I will be covering on their beauty, but also much more general features and also things that come up after a podcast. For example, the episode with Dr. Ramani Devazula. I think that brought up a lot of feeling, thoughts and feelings for me about narcissism. And we talked a lot about it a lot in the Facebook group since it came out. So it feels appropriate just to put some short pieces on there because as much as I love filming videos and have really leaned into video content over the last few years, it also is something that I like to do, which is to write about stuff. It's what I was trained to do. So I want to get back into it. Anyway, let's talk about a different article. This one was by Julia Llewellyn Smith and featured my lovely friend Rose Gallagher. And it was about this new trend, which is boy sober. So hashtag boy sober, although it wasn't, I don't think it has to be a hashtag, but anyway. And I was really interested to read this article um, because it was talking about the fact that there's a growing number of women who have given up dating. So in the article, one interviewee was abstaining from sex and relationships for a year, having, quote unquote, wasted months unsuccessfully pursuing a man. Another interviewee came to the decision after yet another unsuccessful hinge date. And lovely Rose talked about how being boy sober for six months had allowed her to actually figure out what she really wants and needs. And she did talk about a guy who likes to enjoy M&S picky bits on the sofa. And that really is why I don't know. Rose and I, we are on the same page. But anyway, M&S picky bits just means eating canapes for dinner on the sofa and they're M&S, so they're delicious. And it's a great article. It's quite heteronormative, but um, well, it is heteronormative. But anyway, I will link to it in the show notes, although it is behind a paywall because we should be paying for good journalism. But it made me think about something someone said recently about the difference between how men and women date. And I wanted to see if you, what you thought of this, because when I heard it, I thought, oh my God, that is so true. And as I was reading the article, it came to mind because I don't anticipate there will be a similar article where men are interviewed about being girl sober. I also don't think men of a similar age to the women who were interviewed in that article would talk about being girl sober and the idea of being women sober, I think is a little bit funky anyway. So this premise about the fundamental difference between how men and women date went something like this, something that sort of how when a woman goes on a date, she already has a tally but you're at full marks. So say that's, you've got a meter running and it's at a hundred. And that 100, that tally is essentially comprised of hope, of fantasy, of wanting the date to go really well, of already thinking about how date two will be. It is, it is going in thinking this is going to be perfect. 
But a guy isn't polite to the waiter, they go down 10 points. They speak with their mouth full, oops, that's another five lost. They don't walk on the outside when you walk down the street, down you go again to, I don't know, another, you've lost another eight points. Anyway, basically a woman affords a guy the potential to be perfect right off the bat. Whether it's conscious or not, it is something that women tend to when they're going into dating, whether you're looking at a hinge profile, you don't look at it and think, "Mm, I can see the flaws in that, I'm not really sure about that. You go into it hoping. Men, on the other hand, start with the tally at zero <laughs> and that score will increase. So you look like your picture's on hinge, 10 points in the bag. You eat on your date and don't do that thing that apparently men really, really hate it when women pick up food, but you go up to 15. So it, you're coming at it from a completely different angle. And when somebody said this to me a few weeks ago, I thought I hadn't ever thought about it like that, but I absolutely believe that as a generalization, that is probably really quite true. Now, obviously, there are no numbers, and this is all a mental and emotional tally. But the significance is that for men, it goes up, and for women, it comes down. And the reason I thought about this with boy sober is because I can completely understand why women would need to take breaks from dating, having done it myself. Because when you go into a situation every single time with that hope, with those fantasies, with those expectations, and they are quickly or slowly dashed for whatever reasons, It becomes so much harder to dust yourself off and get back out there because you have to get back up to that that hope again. You have to get back up to that point where, oh, anything is possible. This could be amazing again. And that does take its own effort. And you would feel exhausted and you would find it tougher to muster that hope again. So it makes sense that actually sometimes the smarter thing to do is to take a break, whether you call it boy sober or not. So that was an article that I read this week and I, in line with the other thing that I heard, I actually think it might have been on Hannah and Paige's podcast from Summerhouse <laughs> ages ago, but um, I can't confirm that, but it does sound like something that they would say. But anyway, um, I was just listening to that podcast actually and um, Hannah said, what is the, <laughs> I thought this is really funny, Hannah said to, Hannah said to Paige, what is the thing that someone could say to you during lovemaking that would give you the ick because it's that will make you uncomfortable? I'm not sure I'm down with the whole ick thing, but you know, what's, what's something that somebody could say to you during sex that would make you uncomfortable? And Paige's response made me absolutely how, because she said, oh, I know exactly what it is. It's if they go, uh, what? <laughs> And that did make me chuckle. Her delivery was a lot better than mine, but you can kind of understand. Um, I, hope, I hope that you get that too. Anyway, it was from their podcast. I'm pretty sure about that emotional tally. Maybe I'll put a link to it in the show notes so that you can check them out for yourselves. They are very funny. Anyway, what do you think? Have you ever taken a break from dating for this reason? Do you think there is some truth in the different ways men and women approach dating that would require women to occasionally take a breather? let me know in the Facebook group. The Facebook group is where we do all the talking about these things. So uh, follow the link in the show notes. The link is there. You have to answer a couple of questions to join. Or if you would like to chat to me personally and directly, you can email me at thebeautypodcast.gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram and Twitter where I am at Emma Guns. You can also DM me on Facebook, but it's not my favorite way to be DM'd because it's such a faff with that whole meta business suite. So any other, there are lots of ways of getting in touch with me. And now you can also use the contact form on the website. Basically, all of the links will be in the show notes. So why not use them? Why not get in touch? Let me know what you think. And if you have had a big wardrobe clear out since we've been talking about it here, please let me know. And let me know if you have fallen out 
of love with any brands or if you have now decided to fall in love with new ones I can just tell you now I already have a few things in my basket on Hobbs which I wasn't expecting on Cezanne and also Holland Cooper that's Victoria McGrath's fault because she's got a collection with Holland Cooper and I really want this um turtleneck with shoulder pads and gold button details it just looks so good but on her but she is much tinier than me so maybe it won't look the same on me it won't look the same on me I must remember that but um I must check their returns policy anyway that's everything for bullet points this week I know it's been a little bit all over the place but there was a lot to discuss there were so many messages from last week thank you for listening thank you for following and for subscribing for sharing and commenting on my posts on social media and for spreading the word about the podcast I know you do and I know you are hugely supportive and you have no idea how much I appreciate it I will see you on the next one sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.